Hey, Mama, wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This new podcast is designed for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old School House, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hi, this is Heather with The Old School House. Homeschool convention season is here. If you have never attended one, it is a great way to connect with like-minded families. And if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Today, we'll be sharing an interview from April 26, 2022, where Gina Suarez, publisher of The Old School House, shares about the value of attending conventions in person. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm Heather with The Old School House, and this is An Evening with Gina, where Gina Suarez, the publisher of The Old School House, will share about how to get the most out of a homeschool convention. Hi, Gina. Thank you for joining me this evening. Hey, good to have, good to hear your voice again, and I'm happy to be here. Well, I am so excited to hear about convention season. This is the time where a lot of the support groups in the country, um, where they get together and they gather speakers, they gather vendors, so the locals can come and they can shop for their curriculum and they can be inspired. And you've already hit some conventions. Um, can you share a little bit about where you've been already this year? Yeah, not too many places so far. Um, we just got back a few days ago for the Mass Hope. That's the Massachusetts convention. That's probably the biggest one um, in the northeastern corner of the country. In fact, when we were there, there were other booths. There was some, you know, there was a vendor hall, of course, and some of the booths were from neighboring states. So, in other words, like the Connecticut State Board. Um, I'm not even sure that they're having a convention this year, but they were there just representing the Connecticut um, homeschoolers organization. And then another state, it may have been Rhode Island. I can't remember, but there was another one, maybe New Hampshire. And so that was interesting to see, but it makes sense that they would be there because um, some of the smaller states, if they don't have a real big, big presence, they will, those surrounding states have historically kind of gone to the mass hope it's so, it is so big. Historically, it's been such a big convention. This year, not so big, though. We definitely saw a difference at the Mass Hope convention size-wise compared to four years ago when we were last there. Right. And now is the time where these conventions are just getting into play, but they were on hold for, obviously, the past couple of years. A few went online, but really none were held um, that I know of, at least during 2020. And so it, um, I know a lot of people are getting excited and they want to go, but maybe they're just not sure if this is for them. What would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence about getting together in this type of situation? Um, would you encourage them to go and check it out? Yeah, I would. I always have. You know, for 20 years, the magazine has been in existence. We started the old schoolhouse over 20 years ago. And it has been something that it kind of a mantra that we have repeated year after year which is go to your state convention, go to your local gatherings, because that is where the support is. That is where your help is. If something ever goes down or um, happens during your homeschooling and you need uh, expert help, um, anything short of an attorney, you know, you, you look around and go, what, what do I do? Usually families, they call their state board, their state, con the, the state organization that puts on these conventions. And so 
it's always good to go and network and be connected. It's very, very good also if your state has a um, like a membership for their, their their state board. And usually like if you purchase a membership with your state's state organization, then that gets you into the convention. It's just part of your membership. And we highly encourage that because not only are you supporting your local um, homeschool experts, you know, the ones that are going to help you if there's a problem all year long, but it's getting you into the convention and you need that support. You know, you need that networking, not only with just other moms, but with the vendors, because you can shop on Amazon and buy curriculum, of course, and you can read the reviews, but I'll tell you, there's a lot of fake reviews. We all know about those. And, and um, it's so much better if you can talk to the actual vendor face-to-face and feel the convention, uh, the, the curriculum, open them, open up the materials and look at them. And it's just far better to be there in person, you know, in living color. It's, it's far, far better than online. That's so true. And, you know, I think about when I've talked to people about whether or not they want to go sometimes uh, finances are an issue. And I think about certain uh, conventions where they offer uh, free admission if you volunteer or they offer a discount if you volunteer X amount of hours. Or um, I know that one, they don't give you free admission, but it, like you said, if you're a member, you get deep, deep discount mm-hmm. for your pass. So it's definitely worth it. And then you get to use, basically you're spending the money to bless your homeschool the entire year. And then you can um, get into the convention for a deep discounted rate. Absolutely. Um, and there's, there's nothing that can actually replace that. Again, that face-to-face, it's just, it's so important, I think, to go. If you can, it's important to go. It really is. And it's so much fun, the vendors. Let's talk about the vendor hall, because a lot of these vendors, you know, these are the ones that have the reviews that we've been seeing on Facebook and Pinterest. We've been seeing these vendors, and then we get there and we're able to talk to them. Some of them, it they came up with the curriculum, they wrote the curriculum themselves. Um, some are representatives of the company, but I think it's so much fun when you actually get to meet the author of that curriculum, ask them the questions that you might not be able to get, you know, <laughs> any other way. Um, and yeah. you're, we're gonna be, you're gonna be a vendor or TOS, there's gonna be several representatives that are gonna be vendors both in Canada and the US um, mm-hmm. between now and October, is that correct? That's right. And you know what, being a vendor, you know, we've been on both sides. So we have gone as an attendee and, or, you know, we've got the, the magazine that's there representing itself and representing schoolhouseteachers.com. And that's been really good, but we're, so we're on that side of the table, but we're also on the other side of the table. I always go v- visit the vendors and I don't, I can't think of one convention where I personally haven't purchased. I mean, even this last one at Mass Hope, I went right to a, um, a, a, a booth, Roots by the River, I think is the name of the company. And I, I bought a bunch of stuff from them. And, and, and I do that every time. It, it's, it's very, it's very fun because, you know, at a homeschool convention, the vendors, there's so many of them and they're not all curriculum. There's a lot of curriculum and yeah, you get to talk with the, the owners of the companies or the representatives that are there, but also um, there's fun stuff. You know, I have bought my kids some crazy fun stuff. One time, we were going through some vendor hall and one of my kids, this is before Chloe was actually, my daughter, Chloe, who's 12. She's, she plays the violin and she's pretty good. She's been doing it for three years and um, she is self-taught, but now she's also in formal lessons. But before that even happened, she was interested in violins and we went up and we, there was a, there was a company there, a vendor who was selling stringed instruments, a whole bunch of them. And Chloe got so excited about that violin that they gave her one. They just up and gave her one. These vendors, 
I know. It is. It really is. And, you know, the vendors that are at homeschool conventions, they are not like your typical state fair kind of vendor or um, carnival vendors or or even the, the big the big secular vendors that you could think of in, in any um, trade show that you might have been to in the past. Homeschooling is different. Uh, the homeschool vendors, they have such heart. They are there sure it, this is their their livelihood and in many cases it's not it's just a side business or it's something they do out of ministry ministry only and so a lot of them just have such a heart for homeschooling they have a heart for families they want to support these parents who are who feel this this conviction from the lord to keep their kids home where they belong you know to keep them out of the public school system and to do the hard work and 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 to to obey god's calling on their life and and I don't know, I've just met a lot of vendors who have such a heart for homeschooling and for families. And so anyway, it just didn't surprise me that they did that. And and several things like that have happened. And we see, you know, you'll walk by booths and you'll you'll literally see moms in the arms of other moms who are hugging them or praying with them. This last conference, Mass Hope, you know, Deborah Wooler, who is the senior editor of our magazine, she is such a gifted speaker and she just draws the crowds and the, the things she, she talks about are the things that families are just, maybe they don't even want to bring it up. They're right. just, you know, for example, homeschooling the rebel. That is a big, big thing that for, for some reason, that's like standing room only sometimes with, with the kind of, the kind of uh, attraction that she gets to that particular talk. People really need it and they want to hear. It. And then at the end, it's amazing. I just sit back and watch and I see these moms just crying, just approaching her, hugging her. And she, she prays with them. And again, it goes back to that homeschooling with heart, the vendors that are there, the speakers who are there at these conventions at the Christian conventions for homeschooling in particular, they love, they love the people and it, it really shows. Yeah. I remember the first time I went to a convention on the vendor side, I was helping uh, a company and I was floored, you know, before everybody walked through the doors, they prayed and they were praying that everybody would find exactly what they needed for their, their homeschool. And I was in tears. I'm like, this is so precious. Mm -hmm. And then the woman that I was helping, she turned to me and she said, are you ready to pray for these homeschool moms when they come to the booth? And I wasn't expecting that. I thought we were there to sell Kill them. But it was so, it was so precious. She said, you know, they're going to need prayer when they come here. This isn't just about selling my curriculum, That's but we're right. going to minister to them. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. That, yes, that is so true. I mean, she totally, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking about, but that is exactly, so many of them have that mindset. And I love that. I love it because I feel like, okay, this is ministry now. Anybody who can go and just sell stuff behind a booth and you can go anywhere and do that, you know, have a lemonade stand if you want to do a yard sale. But, <laughs> you know, something like this, it, you can, boy, God can really use you. God, and I, we, I saw that this last weekend with just people at the convention. I saw moms just having their tanks filled, you know, not only by Deborah Wooler, but by others and it never fails. You know, people will come up to our booth and they just pour their heart out. They will, if they just, they want, they're looking for a connection and right. they're looking for one person who's going to just stop and listen and look into their eyes and put an arm around their shoulder and, and hear them and then pray with them. And they go home. I mean, they may go home with some curriculum, but do you think that that that's what they're going to remember 10 years from now when their homeschooling journey is coming to an end, or maybe they're halfway through it. They're going to look back at, at a particular convention and they're going to remember 
their tank getting filled, their emotional, their spiritual tanks just being filled by people who love them, who cared for them. Right. I mean, because I mean, it is true. The enemy is trying to pull people away. And this might be the time of year where parents are like, oh, should I put my my preschooler into the preschool down the road? Or should I, you know, put my kids on the yellow bus or private school? And, you know, this is where those lies can just be completely dispelled by the truth of from these vendors, from these speakers, from these other like-minded folks. And I just, I think it's just an incredible experience and opportunity. And I think anybody that can go, if there's one near you, if you go to, I think it's schoolhouseconnect.com, we will try to put a link in the bottom. But if you go there and, and click on the different states, it should tell you all the support groups. And if they're holding a convention, it'll tell you on their website. So I would definitely check that out. Definitely. Definitely. And then you know what, too, if you can't, if you don't have a convention that's happening near you, maybe talk to some friends and do, you know, do a carpooling thing, make it a fun thing with, with some girlfriends and just go rent a hotel room with just four of you or, you know, whatever it takes. We have friends locally who do that as well. They'll go down and they'll travel out of state because here in Tennessee, I don't think we really have any major conventions here. I, I don't, I can't think of any here in Tennessee. Um, and it's always been that way in Tennessee because Tennessee is broken up into three parts, east, west, and in the middle, middle Tennessee. So anyway, we have people who will go, they'll travel to North Carolina or Florida or South, not, not South Carolina, but yeah, sometimes South Carolina, there's one in Greenville. So um, sometimes that's the only option. Maybe, you know, you just get creative, think outside of the box, talk to some friends and see who else wants to do a road trip. <laughs> and just, yeah. again, you know, you fill your gas tank, but you're going to fill a better tank by going and speaking with some of these people and listening to the, listening to the, the workshops there and the keynote addresses, you, you really want to sit down and drink all that in because it's, it's going to stay with you. That's true. And I just want to warn everyone, if you do this girls uh, weekend away, that was how I first got hooked in homeschool conventions. <laughs> and oh. the first time I did it was with a bunch of girls. And then when I was there, I said, my kids need to be here. My husband needs to be here. And I did not think my husband would ever take off work to go to a homeschool convention. But he did the next year. And now he's hooked. He loves it. <laughs> so you just never know. <laughs> That's right. And a lot of dads go a lot, a lot of dads go. And I, we love to see that. My husband gets very excited when the dads are, are coming up to our booth as well, because boy, they just start talking and talking and it's neat. It really, it's because they, they, they need support too. Those dads, you know, a lot of them, they're brand new to homeschooling and their wife might be super enthusiastic about it and they want to be, but they're just not sure. And they don't really have that experience yet or um, just the knowledge and, and so by talking to other dads who are there, it, boy, it, it really can make a difference as well. They go home feeling more confident and more like, okay, I'm not the only dad here. There's a lot of guys doing this and supporting their wives and, and taking it, taking the, the charge to just to disciple their own children or raise their own children up in the Lord. They're taking it seriously. It's like, I'm not the only one. I'm not alone. So my husband loves that. He loves to talk to these dads who come. I love that. And, and the conventions are really noticing that and bringing in speakers that I think the dads are interested in now. I don't know if it's always been like that, but um, I'm seeing them really bringing in these uh, different male speakers that the men can really relate to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. They're doing they're doing that more and more for sure, which is good. We're really good. And I just, I want to go back to the vendor hall because I just can't stop thinking about how 
you know, you mentioned how these people, they are, they're pouring their hearts out and, you know, yeah, of course they want to, they want to make money for their families, but at the same time, I mean, really that's the point, you know, if we think about where we want to spend our money, like we might go just, oh, we need to pick up something from the store and we're not really thinking about, you know, who we're giving our money to, but if we were to stop and think about where that money really is going, you know, to some executive and corporate office, you know, but if we can, you know, the whole shop local term, you know, let's, yeah. can we, can we coin that in the homeschool community, shop homeschool? I think so. Families, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, I do. I think so. And a lot of people are just real quick to, well, I can get my stuff on Amazon, you know, I can do that. And, and that's true. It is easier to do it that way. But again, some of the reviews yeah, are questionable on, on Amazon. You don't really know for sure. But also, you can't, you, you, you can't touch it and feel it and talk with the author right there. And, um, but even more so, like what you just said is so key. It's like, how about supporting that, that it is like shopping local, you know, even if you're driving pretty far to get to that conference, it is the same concept because you are supporting the actual, those who are out there, in, in, you know, who are out there on the front lines, helping families face to face and giving up their weekend and going out and sitting behind the booth and talking with people. I'd rather give my money there. I, I mean, any day I'd, I'd far more prefer to, to support them. Right. I mean, and there's been vendors I've seen in the past. Um, I think it was a, a leather bound Bible that I really wanted because they bound the Bible themselves. How cool is that? <laughs> and oh, sometimes when I just order a Bible off of the internet, it lasts not very long. <laughs> so right. I could get this nice quality leather Bible. I've been looking for this uh, company and so I'm hoping they're going to be at the convention going to in a few months. But, you know, oh, wow. it, those are the companies I want to support because, you know, they're putting their heart and soul into it. And again, the money is going to help the homeschool community in general. And if we want to see homeschooling grow, then we want to encourage these homeschool companies, you know, and exactly. uh, I just think it's an awesome opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And if you find out who that leather binding company is let me know i have this giant family bible huge and the, the whole cover it's old it's probably mm. 80 the cover's all off so you let me know if you find i will <laughs> i am determined to figure it out <laughs> so let's talk about the speakers you mentioned the workshops and the keynotes and the keynote take me into a keynote hall what is it like when you're hearing a keynote speaker well usually the room is pretty packed because the keynote is going to be the main one um there's a conference this weekend that has next weekend that has Kurt Cameron. I'm sure that'll be uh, standing room only. So the keynotes are the ones who the conference will, they usually choose one or two, sometimes three of the pretty big names in the homeschool community. So it could be an author that's super popular. And sometimes they pull people in that are not even in the homeschooling community, which is kind of always makes one eyebrow go up with me a little bit. I always kind of wonder why, but I think they try to do it just as a draw, you know, they'll get like a celebrity in there or whatever. Um, but that keynote speaker usually has a, the, the main word for these families. And so it is standing room only. And then there's a lot of workshops and I kind of like those better, to be honest. Um, and again, of course, it depends on who that keynote speaker is. If it's someone really big and really great, like Dinah Waring or, or Deborah Wooler or um, Mark Hamby, Todd Wilson, those are great, great keynote speakers. I would listen to them any day. Um, but the workshops that are smaller, those are more intimate. And, and usually there's a whole bunch of them and you can choose. You'll have a guide that will actually give you the names of those workshops and a summary, what they're about. And so those are so really, 
really great. And you'll find some some gems, maybe some up and coming authors, people who maybe just had a book published. Um, sometimes they're a vendor and they just want to explain how to use their curriculum. And people, if it's a popular curriculum or something that's just very um, enticing, then you'll get a lot of people coming in because they want to learn how to do that. So yeah, speakers are very important. Vendors are, vendor hall is great, but people go to hear the speakers and the keynotes. Right. And those workshops, uh, I just, I remember sitting in some of those workshops and a lot of the speakers, you know, they might have handouts, they'll have a PowerPoint and they'll just get into the nitty gritty of their expertise. And I love that you can just go over that back in the hotel room or throughout your school year, because when you're sitting through these workshops, I mean, there's several a day and I'm the type of person I'll go to a session every time there's one available because there's so much quality information but you, you want to be able to unpack that back in your hotel or throughout the year. And so you need to take notes. <laughs> and I love that they offer those notes for you often. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They always hand out, you know, different worksheets or handouts. And the one that we were just at, Mass Hope, Deborah Wooler, she had me passing out um, handouts, you know, for her talk before the before. So when people would come in, we would put that in their hand before they even sat down. And then at the beginning of her talk, before she even really got started, she would tell everybody, listen, we are the Old School House Magazine. Come back to our booth. You know, as soon as you're done here with, with this, this workshop, come on back because we have gifts for you. And there's no purchase required. Just come on back and get a free tote bag and or a coffee mug or a, you know, some magazines or books or, or whatever it is we have. And that is exciting because then we get a, a kind of a mad rush after and that has been really fun because then that's when some of the, the the best conversations are also happening they're coming to our booth deborah's there as well they're able to talk with her further and they pick up their freebies and so a lot of other workshops do that too they will they want you at their booth they want you to come back and they'll say come on and to the booth and you know sign up for our newsletter and you're going to get prize x y and z if you do so so it's fun be prepared i always tell my kids bring a backpack if you're going to go to a convention, bring a backpack because you get a lot of free stuff. The vendor hall always oh, yeah. has lots of freebies, lots of fun stuff. The kids love that. <laughs> oh, mine sure do. <laughs> so another thing I would love to talk about, because I know I've heard you mention this in the past, how you always see so many colleges at these conventions because they know they want to have homeschoolers applying to their colleges. Uh, would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's always been just such a neat thing to witness for Paul and myself. Whenever we go to the larger conventions, especially, although even the teeniest of conventions, we'll have vendors who are colleges and universities and even Ivy League colleges. Stanford has been there before. Harvard for some time. I don't know if they still do, but Harvard, while I've never seen a booth at a convention, they... Um, they do on their website, they had, they have, or they had an actual page dedicated to homeschoolers. You know, like if you are a homeschooler and you want to apply for Harvard, go to this page, hit this link or whatever. And so what's neat to see is that these colleges are actively recruiting homeschool graduates. They want these families. They know they're not going to tear up their campuses. They're going to come prepared, ready to study. They know how to govern themselves. And, um, so it, it's neat to see that because in the past, 20 years ago, you've never seen colleges looking to recruit homeschoolers. In fact, you heard stories about homeschoolers having a hard time even getting into colleges, not because of their academics, because they've always done so well. 
it, it's just because it was like not on the application. <laughs> it's like, how do you, you know, the application's asking you, well, what's, what high school did you go to or whatever? And um, it was difficult. It was made difficult. Wow. So That's a good point. So another thing that colleges offer, it, it's not just, you know, the four-year college, but they're starting to open up to high school homeschool students with something called early college or dual enrollment. So um, I don't know if you've been seeing this at these conventions, but if there's parents out there who are looking for dual enrollment for their students, you know, that you can talk to the reps at these booths at these tables and they can give you more information about this because your student honestly can graduate with an associate's degree from your homeschool, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, we see that a lot with homeschool families. They are like in their last two years of high school, they're already in college. They're already dual dual enrolled and doing very well. And so by the time they're 18, 19, 20, they've already got their, their degree from college. And that is made very easy. If you're a homeschooler, that is a very simple thing. You know, almost anybody can do that. And the colleges are all too happy to get you in there because again, now homeschooling is so mainstream Colleges recognize them and they want them. Not only do colleges recognize them, but they're not doing it begrudgingly like they may have early on um, in homeschooling, you know, maybe 20 years ago. Now it's something that's very, um, it's it's just so mainstream. And 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 also homeschoolers have proven themselves. They have proven themselves. That that it's in the data, the research. Go to nary.org, N-H-E-R-I.org. That's Dr. Brian Ray's site. If you love statistics and numbers, go there, N-H-E-R-I.org. And he talks all about, Dr. Brian Ray, he talks all about how homeschool graduates are doing now. So he's looked at the data over the last 30 years plus. He's been doing this for over 30 years. Um, courtrooms will call him in as expert witness on, on nobody knows homeschooling data like Dr. Brian Ray. And, and he makes us available, so much information available just for free. He's got, he's on a mission to, to, he wants to educate society. He wants to, and especially the church, you know, just to let people know, look, homeschoolers do very, very well. Once they graduate, they're doing better than the public school counterparts. They score higher on their SATs and their ACTs. They they do better in college. They're better stu studiers. They're better um, at, at governing themselves. They have better manners. I mean, there's just so much that um, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. And so colleges have gleaned on to that uh, information. They have read it. They know it. They It's part of their boardroom discussions. It's it's something that's mainstream now. Colleges want homeschool graduates. They they make their colleges look good and they bring the GPA up, you know, for the whole college. So so yes, they are at these conventions. They are in the the vendor halls, and they are giving away t-shirts. My daughter Susanna, who's in, going into tenth grade, she came home with all kinds of t-shirts from the Mass Hope, just Aww. different colleges, and they're handing stuff out like you would not believe. And they want these kids. They want them. They're they're competing for them. It's exciting. Well, I'm really glad that you brought up Brian Ray and the statistics because, um, you know, we've been talking about how we like to go to homeschool conventions for the encouragement, for the curriculum. But a lot of these parents are also coming for the first time because they 
are just now getting into homeschooling and they don't know the laws. So if they're going to these conventions, usually it's a state convention or regional, but a lot of times they're state, so they know the laws. And there's there are people there usually who will share the state laws, which is a tremendous help to these new homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then you'll also have HSLDA usually, which will be there and they can help um, answer any questions uh, oh, that yeah. homeschoolers might have. They are at every single convention. HSLDA, is, they're amazing. They're quite a network and they are not only nationwide, but they're in Canada, they're worldwide. If there's a homeschool convention, HSLDA is there and they provide a lot of the same data that they've worked before with Dr. Brian Ray. Um, so, I mean, there's just no excuse for any parent to ever feel inadequate or uncertain, um, un unsure of themselves. The data is there. All they need, the worst homeschooler <laughs> situation, and I've read this over and over by so many experts. The, the, now, I'm not talking about wacky, weird, abusive homeschool situations. Those would be horrible and you don't even want to go there. But what they say is that the the most basic homeschool situation, the the lowest, I guess you could call it, where the, the family did the best they could, but but they did the best they could, they end up, the, the statistics are just so much higher than the public school counterpart. They do mm -hmm. better than just the, the ordinary kid who just kind of made his way through public school. Um, I was in public school and I kind of bumped around and, and made my way through and I, I wasn't very literate. I mean, I, I just... <laughs> The public schools these days are so bad, and I don't want to um, turn this into something where we're bashing on them or whatever, but the academics, the proof is there too. You know, they are doing worse and worse and worse. They're just sinking the academics. And so anyway, homeschool, homeschool situations are just um, overall, when you look at the data, when you look at the statistics, they are just superior. They are higher. They do, these kids do well. So again, I just would really encourage parents to go to the conventions and be sure of yourself. And if you're not sure of yourself, or if you think you're not smart enough to do it, my goodness, you're going to learn so much. You're going to reclaim your own education. You can learn right alongside your children. And um, you need this convention more than anybody because they're gonna, there's going to be enough people there that will encourage you and help remind you of these stats and the data um, they will help. They will help you along, and you can network, and you will be able to make connections, and and then rely on some of those connections, and you'll just become more and more confident as you go. Wow, that is so encouraging. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, everything about how to get the most out of a homeschool convention. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out to share with us, and thank you everybody for tuning in.